Get ready. Three, two, one, zero. You are listening to the Fantasy Joe's Podcast. Fantasy Joe's Podcast. Your weekly dose of fun and unique fantasy football talk with a focus on dynasty. And now, here are your hosts, Ryan Livergood, Trey Barrett, and Will Greenwood. Welcome to part two of the Dynasty Startup Superflex Mock Draft that the Fantasy Joes are doing. If you missed part one, I encourage you to go back and listen to it so you can get inside our head why we made the picks we made. But if you just want to jump right into part two, you don't want to go back or you listen to part one, you don't remember exactly where we were. Let me give you a recap. We started with three running backs. We started with Saquon Barkley, Kareem Hunt, and Christian McCaffrey. Then we saw an opportunity to really go for the win in year one. So we went with Rob Gronkowski, Gronk himself, with our fourth pick, and Doug Baldwin in the fifth round. Then we decided to grab Jarek McKinnon, our fourth running back, uh, a little bit different strategy. And finally, going with our first QB in a Superflex, round seven, Matt Ryan. So that's where we're at. We've got Saquon Barkley, Kareem Hunt, Christian McCaffrey, Gronk, Doug Baldwin, Jarek McKinnon, and Matt Ryan. So let's get into part two of our Dynasty Startup Superflex Mock Draft. We uh, we took Matt Ryan, and guess what, guys? Only one QB went off the board. That was Mitch Trubisky at the 8.05. Quickly reading through these names. Hi, Jimmy Graham, Sterling Sharp, Devin Funches, Nick Chubb. Sterling Sharp. Uh, Deonta Foreman. Greg Olson, David Njoku, Cooper Cup, Kelvin Benjamin, Jamison Crowder, Jordan Reed, Mitch Trubisky, Randall Cobb, Des Bryant, Calvin Ridley. So we're, 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 it's back to us. We could take our second QB if we want. Apparently, QBs weren't popular. It would have been interesting, interesting to see if Matt Ryan would have gone off the board um, had we not picked him. But, but that's okay. We did. We, we did. We've got, um, got, got all the QBs we talked about before. We got uh, guys like Tevin Coleman, uh, Kenyon Drake, DJ Moore, Nelson Aguilar. So I, I don't know. What, what do you, I, I think it makes sense. Well, maybe we wait on the QB since there's a couple of them we like. And let's see what, the, what our – our friends that are taking the next six picks. Let's see what their teams look like. How many QBs they have. What, any initial thoughts while I'm pulling that up guys? What do you, oh, what do you guys think? I'm, I'm just a zealot here for pain. Uh, I, I, I like, I'm just saying like, <laughs> there's some one, uh, Trey, carry on Johnson's still on there and we're going eighth round. And I think you trade an eighth round startup pick for like the, the one Oh six ish one Oh seven in a, in a rookie draft. Maybe and I think Carrion and I'm I'm I actually really love like like him as well that he's available here. But I also think he'll fall to us next round. I think those six picks. I think this is the time to go Rivers. Yeah, I don't I don't dislike it in Rivers here. I don't I don't dislike. I do feel like we probably need to grab a quarterback with these next two picks with with this next pick. I should say no. We I'm sorry with one of these next two picks. And and really I don't think it's terrible for us to grab quarterbacks maybe with both of the picks, but. Um, you know, there, there's a decent possibility that, you know, one of, uh, these guys, you know, quarterbacks that we like rivers or Roethlisberger or Smith. And, and I don't know that you guys really like Alex Smith, but I think there's a decent possibility. One of them make us back to a, make it back to us. I think that as, as win now, as we've gone with this team, I'd love to add Larry Fitzgerald, um, in either the eighth or ninth round. I think that even though he likely only has one year left, I mean, he, he's almost guaranteed to be a top 18 wide receiver if he plays the entire season. Um, and, and so I, I'd say, uh, 
You know, the, the running backs though is, and is Ronald Jones still available? Did he, he did Ronald Jones didn't go. I, I think he's still available. Yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, I like carry on Johnson, but I think, I think Ronald Jones outperforms him this year. I think, I think that Ronald Jones has a better 2018 than carry um, on Johnson. I prefer carry on Johnson uh, for the long term. Uh, but again, if you want to talk about value and, and being able to, to flip a guy like Ronald Jones for a carry on Johnson, plus a little something after the season. Um, I, I like all those options. Probably if it were me, I would go ahead and take one of the, one of the quarterbacks here just to wrap them up. And, and then after six more picks, we'll kind of just see where, where, who's, who's left. So I think, I think like. Pittsburgh defense is going to be worse than it was last year. It, what they did in the, the draft and kind of, you know, as, as much as it sucks that uh, Shazier, I do think he's going to be out for potentially ever. And it's, it's just horrible. But I, I think the, the Steelers are in a division two where there could be some, a lot of offensive changes and some more points. So I, I, I guess looking at it, if we're going to go just one year, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Roethlisberger outperforms Philip Rivers. I know uh, Hunter Henry's gone that, that year for that team. I uh, hope their O-line could potentially all be healthy. And maybe Melvin Gordon, they just trust him a little bit more in that 10-yard line and in. And so Rivers is throwing a little bit less touchdowns. I would hope less interceptions overall. Uh, even though only 10 last year is not too bad. But uh, I, I think Roethlisberger and Rivers would be my – those are my, my twosies of what I think we should take here. And I really do want to get fits. I'm on board with that, Trey. I think you can't get a top 18 receiver right now except for him with, with what's on the board. Yeah, and I think – I'm sorry. I was going to say I pulled up the the Superflex ADP on DynastyLeagueFootball.com, and Fitz is going at um, 81 overall. That that's that's where we're at. And so let's yeah, right around this range. Yeah, so right around you know, this range. So it's so, so you know if if we want him, we might want to consider him here because I think we'll be happy with a number of quarterbacks and six picks personally. So I'm I'm all, all about right, yeah, taking Fitz if you guys want to. Yeah. yeah okay, let's, let's do it. Da, 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 da. Just because we don't want to lose him, I mean, it's possible that he would he would stick around. He's basically but, the only uh, old guy I believe in this year. So, and and this is fun because I, I think one of the things this illustrates. So, ninety third overall, we took Larry Fitzgerald with the eight oh nine. That you, you know, you don't necessarily want to go into a draft with this uh, this preconceived notion of how you want to draft because you don't know how it's going to unfold. So, keep an open mind because let's say everyone goes into a draft and everyone's doing productive struggle, you know, it it. it it, it might make sense to to draft a win now team. You could you could get some incredible values and be stacked for not just the first year, but maybe two three years. So it's definitely worth keeping an open mind going into drafts. So after Larry Fitzgerald, Ronald Jones did go off the board. Baker Mayfield, Nelson Aguilar, DJ Moore, Marquise Lee, and Carryon Johnson at the nine oh three. So um, basically, all those QBs that we were talking about are still there, guys. Do we want to go Ben? We want to go Philip Rivers. I, I like the idea of going Big Ben myself. Ryan, how many quarterbacks are off the board so far? You go to the draft board. I'm, I'm just, I'm just curious. Twenty-one. Twenty-one quarterbacks off the board. Yeah, so I think that there's a good possibility. I was just thinking we could, um, if, if there was someone we we really loved at another position here, we could roll the dice. But you know, I think that we're getting down to. There's still several starting options that I'd like. You know, guys like Eli, Case Keenum, Andy Dalton, Blake Bortles, um, Ryan Tannehill. But, but those are more, uh, you know, like third, third quarterback kind of guys. And uh, I, I think 
I, my preference would be, I think Philip Rivers has a better possibility of, of giving us, you know, two or three years than a, than a Ben Roethlisberger. Um, and, and so I, I would probably, and, you know, Ben Roethlisberger is without Todd Haley now, likely to be without Le'Veon Bell after this year. And I just think that, um, I think that the Philip Rivers maybe provides us a little bit more long-term well, long-term is relative, but <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think I would probably go Rivers over Roethlisberger. Will, what do you want to do? Oh, yeah. I, I, I could easily take Rivers over you, Roethlisberger. You are, Less change. Okay. Less drama in that locker room already. And by locker room, I mean like team. At least it feels overall. Would you be shocked if he throws for like – if he sets a career high in touchdowns? I know I was arguing for Matt Ryan over here, earlier over him because he is younger, and I do believe that Atlanta – has a good system set up. They just have, I just feel like they're set up for success in the future. Uh, and I feel like Philip Rivers is too. Their draft pick this year while waiting on, on Derwin Williams is just, just incredible that they got him where they did. And I'm not a defensive scout or anything like that, but that dude is, is going to be a stud. Like if he, I, I just, I can't see them. I, I, they're it's such a great dark horse for the, for the Super Bowl this year. They're going to be such a good team. If everybody stays healthy, Philip Rivers could be an absolute stud. Did you say Derwin Williams? It's Derwin James. Derwin James. Well, I mean, my name's Will Williams. You're thinking of Kerwin Williams. I'm like watching with bated breath because I feel I feel like <laughs> I feel like if Alex Smith is here to be able to add him as our third quarterback, it could just be so rock solid to walk away with. Oh, I'm in. I'm in on that. This this starting line at first of all looks super beastly. The weakest point is Matt Ryan. <laughs> So our, our QBs, you know, our starter and, and the Superflex, we've got Matt Ryan and Phillip Rivers. We've got Saquon Barkley, Kareem Hunt. Wide receivers, Doug Baldwin, Larry Fitzgerald. Old guy strength, yeah. Rob Gronkowski, Christian McCaffrey, and, and Jarek McKinnon. So those, that's, that's our starting lineup. It's pretty solid for sure. We're old, but we're definitely competitors in year one, no doubt about it. All right, so, so we're going to go a couple more rounds here before we cut it off. So after, um, after Ben went off the board, Mike Williams, Josh Doxson, Lamar Miller, O.J. Howard, Kenyon Drake, Martavis Bryant, George Kittle, Chris Thompson, Deion Lewis, Anthony Miller, uh, hot uh, name right now in the Dynasty community, um, Isaiah Crowell, and D.J. Anderson. You like how I stop and make a comment about Bears players? Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I, I missed reading Blake Bortles, J.J., and Tevin Coleman went after we drafted Philip Rivers. I'm, I'm shocked Bortles went right after that. I- can't imagine that he's actually getting drafted there, but we'll we'll deal with it. You know, I'll have to I'll have to say I know I know I just got done saying that if Alex Smith made it back to us that it would be kind of a lock for me. But I'm looking at a lot of these names here, and I know that that we we pick and then we have a pick six picks later. Yeah, you know, this is probably one of those points. If this were really me, if I were really building this team for Dynasty, I probably and it might not even be close for me here. I'd probably go Josh Rosen. Because it's like we, we obviously have a team that we're loving. But 12 months from now, we're going to be like, what the hell were we thinking? So I think to be able to add a guy like Josh Rosen in Superflex, um, I think 12 months from now, he's going to be he – would, he would be a ridiculous steal in the 10th round of a, of a Superflex startup. So I, I feel like we might not get a lot of production out of him this year. But, you know, you're getting to that point where, I mean, I, I do really like the, the option to be able to add an Alex Collins. You know, I, I really like some of the wide receivers here on the board, the upside of, you know, long-term uh, or short-term. A guy like Emmanuel Sanders, I think, could have a, a really good 
uh, season this year. But but I really, I mean, there's Pierre Garcon. Uh, there's quite a few wide receivers here that I think can 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 give us some short-term production. So to to get a guy like Josh Rosen, like I said, I think 12 months from now, you're not going to get Josh. He'll probably be a fifth-round startup pick in a, a league like this. That's interesting. I, I, I see your logic. Yeah, it just depends. I mean, if we want to go all in, all, all in on win now, Alex Smith would be the choice. Then we can have some fun with, with matchups, you know, rotating those guys in and out of there. Not, not that I'm so concerned, but both Rivers and Matt Ryan have a week eight buys. Well, to be honest, we, we could take both. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate going Alex Smith, Josh Rosen. With yeah, these I would, two I would, honestly, picks. Josh Rosen, him being available here is just a mistake by all the other uh, Bobo teams that are in our mock draft. And I like think about it in Superflex leagues. People are talking about him at like the 102, 103. It, people who are big fans of Josh Rosen yeah. and people who do more studying that would than at least what I do uh, by any means. And I think him being here, one, I, I do think this kind of format, for what it's worth, it does devalue these rookie quarterbacks quite a bit. The fact that Rosen and Darnold are still here in round ten, these would have gone earlier. I, I do feel like in a twelve-team startup, but I do think the wisest choice here would be to go Rosen. And then we'll just we'll just eat some Alex Smith on the way around. It's like eating a W, but it's Alex Smith. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Let, let's see what Once, that looks I, like. Curiously enough, I just pulled up DLF's um, two quarterback ADP, and uh, both those guys are our seventh round picks. Josh Rosen is going off at the seven oh two, and Alex Smith is going at the seven twelve. Um, and, and then there's also Alex Collins in there. But uh, so so these both these quarterbacks we're talking about here are going in the seventh round based on DLF's two quarterback ADP. So as we discussed, you know, they're, they're great values here. And we, and guess what happened? He's still on the board. Alex Smith is still there for us at the 1104. So Kristen Kirk went off the board, Alex Collins, a guy that we like, Kyle Rudolph, uh, Tariq Cohen, Marlon Mack, and Michael Gallup. So yeah, we're going to continue with the plan. Let's go Alex Smith guys. And and I'm not a big big fan of Alex Collins, but in the 10th round, I, I would still be pretty stoked about that. Like, Getting Alex Collins in the tenth—that's that'd be a steal. Yeah, no, no question. And that's one of the interesting things that happens with Superflex. Trey was reading us those names, and that—that's the great thing about Superflex draft. It's, it's so unpredictable. QBs may go off the board like in the first three rounds. There's nobody left, or there may be guys like Josh Rosen in the tenth. It just depends on the startup league. It depends if people have played in the format before. Uh, so it, it is fun to see where guys go. It, it is uh, you know a bit all over the board depending on who you're playing with. So, you know, we're set at QB for sure, and we've got our lineup set. So, you know, we'll just make a couple more picks here and just see if we can solidify our team. I mean, we, you know, the way we set it up, we have several more spots to go, but we'll simulate the, uh, the rest of this thing. So we're getting into the 12th round. I, I won't read all the names. Uh, you know, some notable guys we talked about, like Emmanuel Sanders and Pierre Garçon, I think we mentioned they're off the board. Only one QB went, though, Sam Darnold. So there's still some interesting starting QBs on the board. So what do you, what do you guys want to do? Let's make, like, two more picks, and we'll, we'll, we'll call it a – We'll call it a show. We'll talk about our team. Man, how, how tempting. I know that he's not going to do anything for us this year because he's not playing football, but how tempting is Hunter Henry in the 12th round? I, I mean, knowing that Gronk likely isn't going to be on our team next year, you know, I don't think Hunter Henry is a top two or top three dynasty tight end. But, I mean, I think that if he weren't injured, he would have been – off the board probably four rounds ago. So as far as value, it doesn't help us much this year. Emmanuel Sanders is a guy that I really, I I like both he and Demarius Thomas this year. I think they got a huge quarterback upgrade. Um, And and I think that 
I think both Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders are guys that I'm, you know, taking in redraft leagues. Yeah, I, I like DT, but Emmanuel, if, I think in Dynasty, he's getting this little, like, height bump. And I think I would sell him if I had him. He was, he was pretty banged up last year. He's, he's not – I just feel, I just feel like uh, we're, everybody's riding off this high of what Larry Fitzgerald is doing while he's an older wide receiver, and they're forgetting what actually happens to wide receivers at their age apex here. So I'm, I'm very far off on Pierre Garcon and Emmanuel Sanders. Those are two of the guys that if I have them – I'm selling them, and if, if not, I'm, I'm avoiding it pretty hard. And, and if I'm wrong, good, like I can live with that. But I wouldn't. I'm not buying those guys to expect a big season out of them. And I respect that, but I mean, if you if you're a contender, you have them on your roster. Maybe you should keep low expectations. But what are you going to get for those guys? I mean, you think you're going to even get like a second round pick for Emmanuel Sanders? I mean, will I mean maybe someone will give that to you? But but I don't know. I don't know that you can really sell them for anything. Is the problem? Well, it'd be the, the icing on the cake, like deal to some person who thinks they're a contender and you're trying to get this like value like trying to add something to their contending team to get maybe a younger player like what would you you know maybe something and and like a Pierre Garcon to somebody who thinks they're contending who had a late round first round rookie pick to get DJ Moore yeah no I and I probably wait until the season of course because hopefully Emmanuel Sanders has a good you know first couple of games and especially if I'm not a contender and then there's some disappointing rookie, like Nick Chubb gets no play or something. And then I try to create a package to, to make that deal work, something like that. So not that that's going to work even up. Hey, Ryan. Yeah. Ryan, I was going to tell you, you know, you inspired me with the productive struggle. And I told you I joined that one best ball league. Yeah. So it's a point per carry league. And uh, the quarter it, quarterbacks get point per carry as well. And it's a six-point passing touchdown league. So this is my – I'm not going to read you the entire roster, but these are the high points. I went productive struggle. Um, I took Saquon Barkley at the 102 in that particular league. So my quarterbacks are Lamar Jackson, Josh Rosen, Deshaun Watson, and Jameis Winston. It's super wow. flex. <laughs> Saquon Barkley and Nick Chubb are my prime running backs. My wide receivers are Amari Cooper, Corey Davis, Michael Gallup, Christian Kirk, Dante Pettis, Traquan Smith, Cortland Sutton, Taewon Taylor, and my – tight end my my main tight ends are hunter henry and george kittle and i have four 2019 first nice. and I, i'm just like it that that team i mean it could end up you know being not very good but it was such a fun the draft's still going on actually it's 35 rounds which is ludicrous Oof. i just took Dwayne allen in like the 32nd round and it's <laughs> like um, can, I, can, we just, can we just auto can we just auto draft but anyway yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's we can decide to draft from here unless you guys want to talk about investments on the board. Sorry, I think we unfortunately I took a screenshot because I think I just lost the because uh, it because I I said you know analyze the results. It's like you must have a login for that, and then I went back and now it's like we're loading the draft again. Oh, that's all right. Nobody that's took all- a screenshot. <laughs> Fortunately, we recorded it, so we've got it. We've got a document, I, and I did take a screenshot so of like starting lineup. So I mean, it's why we're the Joes. That's right. That's right. Anyway, go. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, that was a great draft. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I, I mean, I, I never in a million years would ever do a startup uh, quite that way. I was telling Will, Ryan, Will, before you jumped on this last recording, I said, man, I, I would love to see this season played out with this team. It looks good, doesn't it? Like, uh, but this is—it's the fantasy pros. I don't think their their uh, algorithm does very well for superflex. No, maybe not. So superflex is one of those 
Man, it, it, it just – it totally varies from, from league to league, though. You know, it, what, I, it, I love it. And I think in full PPR, quarterbacks are weighted on a little more because, you know, the, the, scorter, the, the, scorter, the scoring for both running backs, wide receivers, and, and tight ends are, are all bumped up uh, in PPR versus half PPR. So, so I was in a two-tight end, super flex, startup draft. And uh, to, give you, to give you an opinion, uh, so, so one, two, so it's a tight end premium. So they get one and a half points per catch. And you start two of them. And Jarek McKinnon went 311. To give you, like, I feel like that's a good barometer on the dynasty community's value of, of him versus what we're, where we pick him up, like the sixth or seventh there? Yeah. He's a guy that his value is just kind of all over the map. Like he's one of those guys I think that I, I, I would I would suspect has maybe a greater standard deviation than your typical guys in that same range of, of drafts. Yeah. Quarterbacks were just going a lot earlier. Like Phillip Rivers went five oh six. Matt Ryan went four oh six. Not not that this this is a perfect example by any means, but uh just kind of the way the the, the fantasy, fantasy pro super flexors. I mean, Mariota went three oh five, so at least that's that's he's a pretty early quarterback off the board. Final thoughts, guys. We we just tried to submit the draft, and and something happened on my computer, so we lost our team. But I do have a <laughs> screenshot of what our 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 lineup looks like. I, so I can't necessarily tell you the draft spots at the moment, but you listen to the show, so you know. So we've read through the team a couple of times now, but once again, we got four QBs. We got Matt Ryan, Philip Rivers. Josh Rosen, Alex Smith for our quarterbacks. Uh, nice running back, Saquon Barkley, Kareem Hunt. Christian McCaffrey, Jarek McKinnon. Doug Baldwin and Larry Fitzgerald as our wide receivers. And Rob Gronkowski. So, yeah, definitely a team that you wouldn't conceive of drafting in a dynasty startup, like Superflex going into it. But it's interesting. We, we might win this year, right? I mean, give me, give me one player that doesn't have the opportunity to finish with a one behind their name. It's, I mean, our team is stacked. That's what yeah. you want, right? Like, you want <laughs> starters. I feel like this gets lost in dynasty starters for a little bit. Like, you want youth. And there were some guys on the board like Cortland Sutton, and we could, we could build some wide receiver depth and youth on that end. And I really like the way we started it. I do think it does get a little bit lost. Is It does matter. Like, a, a running back one versus a running back two, even just like a running back, like, overall, like, one through three versus the rest of the group, it matters each and every year. And you want the guys that can finish as those top guys because those are the ones that win you leagues. Having a running back two on your team, yeah, it's nice in your week-to-week basis, but it doesn't do – I mean, it doesn't really do that much for you. It's just frustrating to own them. Like, looking even looking at Alex Collins, as we we talked about before, he's going to be a super frustrating running back if he produces a similar season to last year to own because he's going to go 13 carries for 45 yards, and he's going to do that for at least three or four games this season. And where you're going to take him in in a startup or for your team – is going to be too – you're just re, you're relying on him too much. The team that we built, and we would have built up at the flex position and later on, at least we have a starting lineup that I think could rival any starting lineup that you would want for that season. And and none of those – I mean, besides like Gronk and Fitzgerald, yeah, they might be gone, but, you know, you, you I'd rather take that risk than taking a risk on other players like exploding and becoming this one category. I think all, every one of those single players could be finished as a one in their category. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and the thing I like about this team is that, you know, I think one position that is probably the most easily replaceable year over year, as far as being able to purchase production affordably is wide receiver and close, fo- clo- 
closely followed by tight end. So I think by investing young in young elite options at running back early, um, that we really built ourselves a nice, solid foundation for the next two to four years where Barkley, Hunt, McCaffrey, and even potentially McKinnon, you know, could really provide a solid core. I think that the quarterbacks we're going to have for a few years, we added Josh Rosen there late, which I think gives us some youth at that position. You know, but I think guys, like I think coming into this year, I think guys like Garcon, Demarius Thomas, Manuel Sanders, even Larry Fitzgerald, who's on our team, all those guys can be had for like, you know, second round picks the following year. So I, I really do think that, you know, replacing it, if, if you go into a dynasty startup this way and just plan that every year or two, you're going to have to buy some aging veteran wide receivers to fill that production in. I really think that it's pretty reasonable. And, and, and again, you know, we were talking about the, some of the guys on the, you know, being able to grab a Hunter Henry or Cortland Sutton, you know, guys that 12 months from now, you're like, Oh wow. Now Cortland Sutton's ready to step up and be a wide receiver too, you know, for fantasy. And Hunter Henry's ready to resume his role as a, as a top, you know, six or eight uh, tight end in, in production. So I think that the opportunity to fill in some of those gaps and add a little bit of youth as we move, through the, you know, the teen, teen picks. Um, I, I love the team. And, and I think that, you know, having those four quarterbacks in Superflex League and those four running backs and a guy like Gronk at tight end with Baldwin and Fitzgerald at wide receiver is phenomenal. Yeah, and just one thing I'll add to what you guys said, probably if you're listening to our podcast, you are not in just one Dynasty League and you are probably going to be in multiple ones. And if you're not now, just wait. Each year, you're probably going to add a few more, probably cut, hopefully cut some, but add some. And it's fun to have teams that approach this differently. It's fun to go into a draft and see what's happening and then decide, okay, I'm going to go for it, win now. It's fun to do productive struggles. It's fun to try different things. And obviously, we want to win. And ultimately, we want to set up a dynasty that's going to win year after year after year. But it's not a bad thing if you see an opportunity to, to win in year one to go for it. And, and try to win that pot of money. So just keep an open mind. Don't go in with any one strategy or one approach. Just just kind of see see how it plays out and, and have fun with it. And, and we did tonight. And we have a team that we're excited about, at least for tonight. And um, that, that's what makes this fun. Thanks again for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Joes. You can contact us directly at thefantasyjoes at gmail.com or at fjoes on Twitter. Your feedback is welcome. Let us know how we're doing and what you want from us. We come at you weekly, very early Mondays with new episodes in the off-season. Soon we'll come at you Thursdays during the NFL football season. It's, it's soon, everybody. Hang in there. But be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode in the meantime. And leave us a review, but only if it's a positive one. And consider supporting us on Patreon. You can support us for as little as $1.99 a month to make the show better. And you get access to our exclusive behind-the-scenes Fantasy Joe's Uncut podcast twice a month. That's patreon.com slash fantasy joes. You can find us on Twitter. Trey is at Trey Barrett. Will is at fantasy joe underscore will. And I'm at Roto Librarian. On behalf of Trey Barrett and Will Greenwood, I'm Ryan Livergood. And we are the Fantasy Joes. And, and I feel like this year, too, like Kareem Hunt, like Kareem Hunt could be the running back one, and it wouldn't completely shock me. I just, I just think he's being kind of undervalued. Perfect example. I was just floating offers for him. And uh, there's a guy in a league where I have him. I got him in the rookie. So this is a league where I got him at the 202 last year. 
in the rookie draft. And I was just trying to see about diversifying. And I reached out to the guy who has the 102. I was just, and um, he's like, yeah, I, maybe I'd, uh, maybe I'd give you the 105 for him. And I'm like, the 105? Like, <laughs> the, guy, the guy's a first you, round startup you, pick. What do you mean you, the 105? You, you and all Jim Moore, they're like, like, playoff, playoff, like, five. And I, so I just, <laughs> I just told him, I said, I said, um, well, I, uh, to be honest with you, I'd need the 102 and probably a little something on top of it. This is a super flex league, but you know, the 102 is yeah. like in the third round of startup. So I was like, I was, he's like, uh, yeah, I don't know that I'd add anything to the 105. I'm like, oh, we're done here. <laughs> if you want to give me the 105? He's the 112 in startups. Like, no. I, so, and that was the probably the first clue to me about how he's being disrespected in, in trades. In startups, he's still going up there. But uh, Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game.